Hi there, you're listening to the Estranged Heart Podcast, and I'm your host, Creed Revere. Welcome back to our returning listeners, and if this is your first time here, thank you for selecting this podcast to listen to. As we begin today's episode, I invite you to grab a cup of coffee or tea, settle in, and listen with an open heart. But first, the regular disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist or counselor. Nothing within this podcast should be considered or taken as therapy. If you are in need of therapeutic support, such as counseling, please seek out a therapist near you. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode. Um, To get us started today, I'd like to start with our quotes, and I have a few today. The first one is, much of the misbehavior of children is motivated by the cravings of an empty love tank, and that is by Gary Chapman. The second is, if you want someone to change, you need to help them want to change, and that is by Madeline Craig. And the third one is, it's only heavy because you are deciding over and over again to carry it. Embrace change, loosen up your sense of identity, let yourself walk a new path. You do not have to ignore or erase the past, you just have to wholeheartedly embrace the present and move on. And that is by Young Pueblo. So today's episode came about um, through discussions in the um, online Facebook support group that I um, facilitate. And one of the moms made a comment on a post that really struck me. And it's, it's related to a topic that I see often in the support group um, in one form or fashion or another. And it's something that I also see in my coaching clients when I work with estranged moms. So I felt that it was really important to talk about this, to offer some suggestions and some things to reflect upon. And I'm, I'm hoping that maybe some moms will, um, take this information and maybe put it, into play in 2023 like with with intent and purpose and um you know with real action behind it so the comment that this mom made and by the way i um i did reach out to her uh, privately and asked for her permission to be able to share it on the podcast she did grant me that permission and she did say that i could use her name if i wanted to while I won't reveal her last name, I will let you know her first name. So this comment was made um, on a post where a mom was was really talk. It was was somewhat. I mean, she's a bit depressed, and. Um, as with many estranged moms, seemingly unable to or unwilling to have a life outside of um, her kids. And, you know, I, I know many of us moms get so wrapped up, like 
so wrapped up in our kids and being a mom that and or being a spouse or being an employee or whatever the case may be that we can't have our own interest our own things as individuals that bring us joy and happiness and fulfillment that we have to find those things in other people and while having other people in our life is a good thing i'm not saying that it's not um if we're not able to bring a good amount of purpose to our life on our own, it really causes um, those who are in our life to feel pressured to deliver that stuff for us, to deliver it on a level for us that is just, um, it's really not feasible. And I think it's unfair to ask of other people. And in our cases, it's asking that of our adult children. So um, the, the words that Brenda spoke were these. I say spoke. The words that Brenda wrote <laughs> um, as a comment on a, the post. My own estrangement situation and journey has allowed me time and space for self-appraisal. My adult daughter is... And in capital letters, she wrote, not obligated to have a relationship with me. Rather than sink into an abyss of negative feelings and bitterness towards her, I am working on making myself more lovable and easy to spend time with. We are often far too dependent upon our older children for companionship. We need to have our own friends, hobbies, and life outside of being a mother. When I read those words, I was like, Yes, spot on, 100%. And this is what I see moms, estranged moms struggle with. It's it's not uncommon to go through a, um, a tragedy in our life, a sadness, a loss, um, a challenge that we end up identifying with making our lives all about that and I see that in other areas not just estrangement Um, but I see it a lot in estrangement and I see it a lot with moms in general in basically depending on their children for companionship um, depending on their children to live out their own lives that they did not get to live out as a young adult or as a child or a teen, that they then want to live that out through through their own children. And it's, it's not healthy. It really, really is not healthy. And it adds pressure to the person we're relying on for that companionship, the person that we're relying on to live our life through. Um, it's, it's unfair. It really is unfair. So my questions that came up with this um, are, you know, and when I'm working with estranged moms as coaching clients is, who are you outside of your children, outside of being a mom? Who are you? And many times what I get is, well, I I mean, I'm a wife and, you know, I'm, I'm a business partner or I'm a really good stellar employee. Um, or I'm a dog mom, or, 
and they the list goes on and on as to who they are in relation to someone else. They're not able to tell me who they are as an individual human being. And that is where we can get way off track in our lives. That is where we can become immobilized with depression when estrangement happens. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that moms who aren't identifying with their kids don't get depressed with estrangement. They absolutely do. I did. And I will also say that while I have I always thought that I was not identifying my life as solely a mom, that I had my own interest and things like that. I will tell you that I actually was very dependent on my children, just in a very different way that flew under the radar that no one really realized. And for me, so I, I was going to get get into this later, but let me just let me just get into it now while I'm I've got it on my mind. Um, for me, I depended on my kids because I was codependent with one and enmeshed with another, and those two things. With those two things, I I relied on to exist. And that is why when I went through my estrangement, that's why when my girls estranged from me, I just absolutely fell apart. Now, I get it. Estrangement, when estrangement happens, most people are not going to, you know, get up and, and start doing the happy dance, right? We all go through depression we all go through the grief cycle um, and all you know we're all sad we all fall apart all of those things but I couldn't for the for a little bit of time I could not think about who I was and and that I could be a valued member of society without being a mom I was like, well, if my kids don't love me, then what the hell am I doing here? Why be here? Right? That's how I felt. And now on the other side of this, I can see where that was extremely damaging and an extremely unhealthy way to think about life, about my life. So I invite you to consider, even if you're like, oh no, I have my own life. You know, I go play tennis and cribbage and I'm off doing this and going to work and doing those things. And then you come home and you're deeply depressed or, or you're just dragging your kid through the mud on social media or in conversations with friends and things like that. I would, I would ask you to, to invite in thought around what is my relationship with my kid? Who am I outside of that? Who am I outside of a mom? Because I found when I was able to identify that, 
it took away my desire and um, willingness to entertain smack talking my, about my kids. It really took that away because I had my own focus. I, I was able to then get turned around and, and figure out, oh my gosh, I have you know all of these other things going on in my life and my life doesn't have to revolve around my kids. And just because my kids don't want to be with me doesn't mean that I'm not a loved and valued and worthy human being. But it took me a while to see that. So I would ask you another question that I have is, you know, well, first of all, the, the first question is, who are you outside of your children, outside of being a mom? And then the second question is, have you been using unknowingly, unconsciously, using your estranged adult child's life to fill up your own life? So again, their life before they estrange from you. Have you been using their life to fill up yours? Meaning, oh, I'm so proud of, of little Susie. She's gone on to medical school and now she's this doctor. And I have a daughter that's a doctor. And, um, you know, I have to babysit her, 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 her children because um, she's got such a busy schedule. And, and so she, she really needs me to be there to, to help her hold her life together. And so she can go off and do really big, important things. You're, you're living your life through her. And so I invite you to consider that, to think on that, right? Or it could be living your life through a child who is sick or has an autoimmune disease so that you think, I have to be there for that child. I have to, you know, identify with being able to be of help and support to that child, even if that child, as an adult, has a support system in place, i.e. a husband, grown adult children that are active and involved in their life, right? Are you identifying your life? Are you living your life through someone else, i.e. your children? And then the um, next thing that I want I want to offer for consideration is um, when we appear desperate to others, others generally want to move away from us instead of coming towards us. When we appear that I can't live my life without my kids, I can't move on. There's no sense in moving on without my children. Um, you know, my kids were my life. What do I do? I gave them everything of me and now they've done this to me. When we start talking like that, most people want to move away from that. They don't want to come towards more of that. And so if that's the case for other people, do you think that that might apply to your children? Right? Either they're going to feel smothered, they're going to feel like they're being managed, they're going to feel this obligation to be there for you because they are, quote unquote, they are your life. 
instead of having them come to you because they want to, because they are like, wow, I really miss my mom. I haven't seen her in two weeks and I really miss her. Think about those things. Um, I invite you to also consider, you know, how it is. I, I have mentioned this a couple of different times, I think, in the past, how we talk about, um, you know, we used to tell our kids if we're chasing after, you know, a significant other or a boyfriend, girlfriend kind of thing when they were young, our advice was to tell them to stop chasing, right? The more you chase, the more they want to get away from you. And then when you stop chasing them, they come towards you. It's, it's very similar to that. So when you stop needing them to fulfill your life as a whole, then they naturally begin to want to gravitate back to us. And I've seen that. I've seen that in my own life. I've seen it with my coaching clients. I see it with moms in the support group. Not just my support group, but in other support groups as well. So your your children need you to have a life outside of them. So how do you do that? If that's the only life you know, if that's the only life you've known, how do you do that? How do you begin to create a life that doesn't involve your children? Well, the first step, I believe, is to do some self-reflection. And I think it's important. Other people may not, but I think it's super important to go back and figure out when did you lose yourself? And for some of us, that may include going all the way back to when we were little kids and we had to fulfill the roles for our parents. And so we didn't get the chance to figure out who we actually were. So maybe you had a sick parent that you had to take care of. Maybe you had a parent who just was not able to cope with life and you had to you had to parent them for whatever reason. Or maybe you had siblings that you had to care for. And you had to be a parent to them. Or maybe you lost yourself when you wanted to go off to college and were told, don't get too big for your britches and to just settle into this life of, you know, being an an employee and, and, you know, just following in a parent's footsteps or things like that, and you lose yourself. Or it could be when you got married or when you moved in with your, your spouse or your partner and you're trying to figure out, you know, how to be a wife now instead of a kid or a, an individual grown adult. And then your life revolves around your spouse. 
and I can I see some of that with some friends that I have that are military wives with husbands who are um, significantly you know like in officers or that type of thing and they're doing the military wife thing and they just completely forget who they are I see that with moms who are in helping professions they're so wrapped up and doing things for other people that they don't know who they are. So I think it's important to go back and figure out where, when did you lose track of who you were, who you are? When did you begin identifying with a role, whatever that role was, that was not just simply being a human being? whatever that role was. And then when you can figure that out, because it's hard to, it's hard to change patterns and things like that. If we don't understand the root, the root is essential uh, in, in understanding why things happen and then how to make changes, how to implement those changes, and then how to maintain those changes. So it's, it, it's just, it's super important. So when you can figure that out, then the next piece is to come along and think about who am I today? And maybe, maybe who I am, maybe you're, maybe you don't know who you are. Maybe you need to sit down and, and really sit with that for a bit of time, journal on that. Who do you think you are? Who do people tell you you are? Do you believe that to be true? Do you think they're just crazier than I don't know what? And that that's really not you? Well, then write that down. And then if, if you're not able to figure out who you are, maybe you can think about who you are not. Sometimes that's easier to figure out and then we can come to the who we are moments, right? And from there, you know, begin to take action on those things. So if you determine you are an artist, right? That has nothing to do with being a daughter or being a son or being a mother or being a father. It's you as an individual then I need you to go do art. I need you to go create art. Whatever that looks like for you. And if you don't have any money, figure out a way to create art with what you have, with where you are. We have to face our reality and our reality is where we're at today. Not where we wanna be, not where we wish we would be, not all of the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, but where are we today? And then take action on that. Okay. When you can begin to figure out who you are and begin to take action on those things, you begin to realize you don't really need those other people in your life to fulfill you in your role as a mother. Do you want your children in your life? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. But there is a difference in wanting and needing. If there is a desperate need, it really is off-putting to, to the other person. But if there is a deep desire to want the other person in your life, they can feel that. They can they know that. And that's that's a, an absolute game changer. An absolute game changer. So figure out who you are. Who you who you were, right? When did when did you lose track of that? Who you are today and then take action on that. And begin to refocus your life. Begin to talk about yourself as someone other than a mom. I'm not saying to discount that you're a mom. I'm not saying to that you don't want your children in your life. I'm not saying that you shouldn't want your children in your life. I'm not saying any of that. I'm simply saying you are a mother and you are an individual human being with self-agency and being able to live your life for you. And you will be amazed. You will be amazed at the transformation that will happen in your life. Is it going to happen overnight? No, ma'am. Nope, not going to happen. Didn't take you overnight to get to where you're at today. It's not going to take you overnight to turn it around. But with daily practice, with intentional practice, with taking actual actionable steps towards that, you will get there. You will get there. And your children will be free to be able to come back into relationship with you and see a mom who is engaged in her life, a life that is meaningful and purposeful to her, that she's joyful she feels productive and most of all she knows that she's worthy of love and belonging and joy and all the goodness that this life can offer because she's taking steps to get that for herself she's not relying on others to provide that for her if others come along and provide that for her, then that's just icing on the cake. That's the cherry on top, right? But she has put in the work and the effort. And I'm here to tell you, when you put the work and the effort in to creating your own life, you will not allow others to come in and take that from you. You won't. You worked too hard to get it. And you value that. So be that a child, be that a, a spouse, be that a parent, be that whomever. You work on your stuff. You feel fulfill your own life. 
you'll see others who will naturally gravitate towards you because there will be a an air of light around you that people will be like I want whatever it is that she's got and what you have is on the inside it's not something you can go buy at Walmart it's not something that you can go buy you know at the local mall it's something inside and something that no one can ever take away from you again Don't get me wrong, it's hard work. It's not easy. It's not a quick fix. It's not a band-aid. But on the other side of that is a freedom unlike anything you've ever experienced before. And it's a part of you that you will protect at all cost. What a beautiful gift to give to yourself. What a beautiful gift to give to your people in your life who mean something to you. Your children, your spouse, your friends, your family. What a beautiful, beautiful gift. And right here at this holiday season, what better gift to give? So in closing out this episode, I wanted to share another quote with you, um, and I will put this in the show notes. It's actually a link to an article. Um, The article is titled, Estranged from Your Adult Child, Here's How to Work Through the Pain and Regain Some Peace. And it was published on August the 13th of this year, 2022. And the quote is, while the estrangement may linger, your ability to reconcile increases if you're finding more fulfillment in other areas of your life. And I think that perfectly sums up today's episode. Until next time. This brings this episode to a close. I hope that this time together was time you feel well spent and that you are able to find some takeaway nuggets to help you on your journey, wherever you may be on your estrangement and reconciliation path. If you feel you've received something helpful or positive from this podcast, please consider following us, sharing this podcast with others, leaving a positive review, perhaps entertaining becoming a guest on our show or following us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under the same name, The Estranged Heart. As a reminder, there is an online support group on Facebook. If you are a estranged mom who identifies as being spiritual and approaches estrangement with a sense of curiosity rather than blame and judgment and desire to do inner self-work and reflection, please seek us out. We can be found at facebook.com backslash estranged mothers support group. And lastly, if you are an estranged parent or an estranged adult child and would like to have your story shared on the podcast anonymously or not, please reach out to me via email at the estranged heart at gmail.com.